Hello, I'm Dr. Walter Sims, and welcome to my free workshop entitled Find Your Purpose Workshop. Do you know the two most important days in a person's life is the day that they were born and the day that they figure out why? But a great number of people today are frustrated. They are stuck. They feel stuck. And they really don't know which direction to go in. Um, 78% of people go to work every day to a job that they don't like. Now, of those 78% of people, 70% of those people believe that they can't afford to do anything else. Hence, the stuckness, if you will. But what I would like to challenge you to do is let's pause right now. Let's pause right now because the average people, the average age of people that I work with is about, let's just say, 35 years old. And so let's say you're going to get 70 years. So you have 35 more years left. Do you think it's worth taking let's just say 21 days versus 365 days times 35. That's a big number. So 21 days out of that big number is maybe, let's just say for chuckles and grins, 1%. 1% of the rest of your life. Do you believe you can take just 1% of time to sit down and let's figure out once and for all what it is you're supposed to be doing. Do, do, do you think you can afford just 1% of the rest of your life? It's not even 1%. I'm just being, I'm rounding up since I'm an engineer by vocation. Don't you think it's worth you sitting down, taking 21 days to figure out to really concentrate and answer the question, why am I really here? Because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people really don't know their why. They really don't know why they're here. That's the frustration. I remember I did a fifth grade graduation last year. And I asked the fifth grader, I said, now, do you want me to talk to you as if you were in kindergarten? Or do you want me to talk to you as somebody graduating fifth grade, going to the seventh grade, going to uh, middle school. Talk to us like we're going to, we're middle schoolers. I said, okay. And I had an apple and an orange. And I said, what you need to figure out as quickly as possible, are you an apple or you an orange? Because if you're an apple trying to be an orange or you're an orange trying to be an apple, you'll never succeed because, for instance, if you're an apple trying to be an orange and the criteria is to make orange juice, you would never pass that test because you're producing apple juice. And when the taste testers taste your product, they're going to taste apple juice. They're not going to taste orange juice and you will fail and you begin to feel some type of way because I'm a failure. No, you're doing the wrong thing. So now I'm coming along telling you, listen, you're an apple, you're producing apple juice, 
get in the apple lane. And now the criterion is for apple juice. Now, when the taste testers taste your product, you are 100% apple juice. You're going to pass with flying colors. Dr. Sims, is it that easy? You need to get in your lane. I cannot stress this enough. You need to get in your lane. Well, Dr. Sims, how do I do that? Well, this workshop is really designed to really kind of open your eyes. Uh, when you click on the button, it'll take you to where uh, you can get some more insights into the boot camp, the 21 day boot camp that I'm going to do. But for right now, I just want to kind of tap you on the shoulder and let you know part of your frustration is you're in the wrong lane. Why aren't you happy when you go to this job every day? It's because it is not what you have been designed to do. Every one of us has a purpose. And your purpose is that thing that God has specifically handcrafted you to do. Everything in God's economy has a function. The trees have a function. Insects have a function. Birds have a function. Even the most hideous animal has a function. Even hurricanes have a function. Oh, come on, somebody. I know a lot of people don't like the different seasons. Some like summer more than winter. Some like winter more than spring. Some like spring more than fall. Some like fall more than winter. But every season has a function. Some people like daytime. Some people like nighttime. But each time has a function. Yes. Everything in God's economy has a function. And so the question that you have to answer is, what's my function? That's the question the million dollar question you have to answer, what's my function? I have a quote. You can be passionate without purpose, but you can't be purposeful without passion. Oh, come on, somebody. Because all of us can admit there are several things we're passionate about, but that's not necessarily our purpose. And what masks that is a lot of people that I deal with, a great number of people I deal with are quite successful. But Dr. Miles Monroe said another thing. Dr. Miles Monroe said, it is sad to be successful in the wrong thing. Because the people that I deal with are climbing a mountain. You are climbing a mountain right now, whether you want to admit it or not. You're climbing a mountain. You have a career. You have a job. You're climbing a mountain, but isn't it, wouldn't it be sad one day if you get to the top of this mountain only to find out you've climbed the wrong mountain? That's why so many times you wanted to kind of turn around and unclimb from this mountain because it was not necessarily your mountain to climb. 
But everybody that you applaud, everybody that you look up to have climbed their mountain. Oh, man, you stand in all of some people. Just look through our history. All of the people that we give accolades to. They had a mountain to climb. You have a mountain to climb. But the challenge is, are you willing to get in that lane to climb your mountain? See, you're you're not going to get in awards climbing somebody else's mountain. You're not going to be seen climbing somebody else's mountain. Because... God's sights are set for you to be on another mountain. Oh, I feel good right now, y'all. And so the question is, do you want to take the time to find out what mountain you should be climbing, i.e. your purpose? You need to get in your lane. You know, we so so Dr. Sam. OK, let me swerve a little bit. Well, Dr. Sam, what do you believe is holding me back. What's holding you back is fear. And this workshop is not necessarily uh, designed to talk about fear, but I'll say this. Your fear can range from procrastination to the fear of success or failure. And all of it is fear. Fear is schizophrenic. That's another one of my quotes. Fear is schizophrenic. Fear has many faces. But do you know the two greatest fears that people don't talk about? Do you know the two greatest fears that people don't talk about? Is the fear that I may miss God on the wrong mountain. And I'm going to miss that camp of people that's on the top of my mountain that I was supposed to talk to. But I'm on the wrong mountain. Those two fears you don't hear people talk about a lot. That I may miss God. And I may miss the people that God has assigned for me. You don't hear people talk about that much. Now we talk about all other fears. Ooh, I I don't like talking in front of people. Ooh, what if they don't like me? Or the flip is, what if they do like me? I don't want to, I just don't want to put myself out there. I was telling my kids yesterday, I have a quote. In order to be seen, you must be visible. And see, some of us are so professional, we know how to hide in being busy. And again, just because you're busy doesn't mean You're in purpose and you're living on purpose. Because a lot of people are just busy for the sake of being busy. But is it moving you in the needle, in the direction of your purpose and your destiny? Oh, I know. I know you're scratching your head right now. This is pretty deep, isn't it? This is serious, isn't it? This is serious, isn't it? But you need to get in the right lane. Okay, Dr. Sam, Dr. Sam, Dr. Sam, Dr. Sam's. Okay, okay. I I need some help. So how are you going to help me get in the right lane? 
First of all, we're going to take a look. What have you done to this point? What have you done to this point? And I can use me for an example. Um, my daddy was a Baptist preacher. And uh, my entire childhood, everybody told me, you're going to be a preacher just like your daddy. So one would think I would gravitate toward that. But in fact, I kept saying, oh, I don't want to be a preacher. So my senior in high school, just I just happened to ask my daddy this question when I was a senior in high school. How does a man know when God has called him? And my daddy simply said, well, when he does, you will know. And so, OK, OK, thank you. That was real helpful. And so I had a um, English project to do a research paper. And my research choice was electrical engineering. And why I chose electrical engin engineering, I don't know. Uh, it may have just been one of the choices. I can't remember. And so I did some some research. I wrote the paper and I was good in math and science. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go into electrical engineering. And I um, subsequently, at five years and a quarter, I got my electrical engineering degree. Um, while I was in school, I co-opted as a cooperative education student at a steam plant. So I finished that. I had a year and a half left in, on my degree. Um, I went into a first quarter of master, a master's program in electrical engineering, and I sent my resume to my co cooperative education uh, counselor. He sent my resume to the nuclear plant down in Dothan, Alabama, where we reside now. And about 30 days passed. We went interviews, background check. I got the job. Started working as an electrical engineer. Uh, but while I was while I was just getting to know the area, I teamed up with two young preachers. Uh, we're friends to this day. And uh, we started going around to different church services. We started doing different programs. And one evening during a youth uh, revival, I mean, the spirit of the Lord fell upon me so heavy. And uh, I accepted my calling into the ministry. And I called my mom and daddy and said, well, the Lord has called me to preach. And I knew it was the Lord because that was the furthest thing from my mind. Thus, the path to become an electrical engineer. Um, and I'm 51 now. I turned 50 last year and I wrote an article on the Good Men Project about what have I learned in 50 years. And one of the regrets that I had or I have is that since I took a different route, finally ended up where I was supposed to be, I did not maximize the relationship I could have had with my father because he was a preacher and a pastor for so many years. And so I'm learning some things now. And I've been pastoring 25 years now. I've been pastoring 25 years now, but there's so much more I could have learned, could have done if I had gotten into my lane a little bit sooner. Thus, one of the things I challenge people with is get in your lane as quickly as you can so that you can be sharpening your piece of iron a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? And so I still did things when I was young to speak. 
Um, but it took me a little while to get in my lane. And so I said all of that to say, you again, you may be climbing the wrong mountain. And you are thinking you're doing you're doing yourself a service, but you're really doing yourself a disservice. You know what I'm saying? So, again, one of the things that I will help you figure out, what have you done to this point? Because everything you've done to this point should be in line with what your purpose is. But see, a lot of people have allowed time to pass without them being in their purpose. And again, thus the frustration is that I'm not in the right lane. Do you feel what I'm saying? I'm not in the right lane. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So that thing that God has invested in you may have laid dormant all these years. Or there have been instances where you have used that gifting, that anointing, you just didn't know it. But it's so easy for you to do. You just kind of, you know, shrug your shoulders and you kind of play it off. Well, you know, that's just easy for me to do. I do that in my sleep. Oh, uh, ding, 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 ding. You know, oh, that just comes natural for me. Ding, 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 ding. Well, I know. Because, see, on my job, I got high marks for teamwork and working with others and being a team player and Southern style. I got high marks for that because I'm a people person. I'm an encourager. I'm an exhorter. I'm the minister of motivation. This is what I do. This is what I'm good at. I love people. I have the heart of a pastor. I care. I genuinely care about people. So I'm in my lane now. Oh, man, I'm cooking. I'm cooking with 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 fish grease now, as we say here in the South. So, again, it is worth your time. It is worth your time to call a timeout, throw a flag. And say, I need to figure this out now or you're going to continue this. You're going to continue this vicious cycle of I'm frustrated. I don't want to do anything to get rid of the frustration, but I'm frustrated. I have another quote. You can't complain about the restrictions of your comfort zone if you refuse to get out of your comfort zone. Do you feel what I'm saying? You can't complain about being frustrated if you don't want to do anything to rid yourself of the frustration. I was just talking to somebody uh, just the other day and I broke something down very simply and plainly to her. The source of her frustration. Now, if you don't want to do anything with this new intel. You can't complain about being frustrated or or continuing staying in that thing that's causing you to be frustrated. You lose the right to complain about it. It's sort of like with our current administration. A great number of people didn't come out and vote this time. 
Now, you cannot be the ones that are complaining about this administration if you didn't vote, exercise your right to vote. Because if you had exercised your vote, things may have come out or turned out a little bit differently. Right? But if you do not want to take the steps to alleviate your frustration, you cannot complain about being frustrated. You have to get to the point where you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Do you remember the parable of the rich or the parable, the parable of the prodigal son, the wasteful son? Luke 15, 17 says something so powerful and he came to himself. He realized he was not in a good place. The hog pen was not going to be his final resting place. He decided to go back home after he came to himself. And so my challenge for you now is you need to realize you are not in the right place. Only until only when only when you realize that you're in the wrong place. That you would do something to get in the right place. I.e. figure out what it is you need to be doing. So part of our time together. Is we're going to figure out what have you done to this point? What have you done to this point? What is we're going to do a life self-assessment? What have you done to this point in time? What have you done? And you're going to stop and look back over your life. We're going to break it down into 10, 10 year increments. Again, if you're 40 years old, we're going to look from zero to 10. We're going to look from 10 to 20. We're going to look from 20 to 30. And we're going to look from 30 to 40. What have you done to this point? And when I do this with people, it is eye opening. I call it a life self-assessment. So a third of our 21 days together, we're going to look at what have we done to this point in time? It is very eye opening because another thing I do, another tool I use when it comes to purpose. If time stopped for you right now. If time stopped for you right now. What would be said of you? If you had to write your eulogy out right now. What could you say you have accomplished? Because at the end of the day, as we get older, we think about legacy. And your legacy should be that I live my life doing that thing I was called to do. Many people, many people are not living in their purpose. Many people. And I just gave you a data point at the beginning of this workshop. 78% of people are going to a job. Every day that they don't like. Because it's not what they were called to do. Because those people, the other 22% of people that are in purpose. There's joy. There's pep in their step. There's, there's a smile on their face. Because they're doing what they've been called to do. And money is not a driver. 
Because you're on a job. You're making money. Money is not a driver or should not be a driver. Or you can make money. But are you living on purpose? Do you feel me? So it is worth your time to take the time to figure out why you are here. And you click on the button and it's going to take you to a place that's going to further talk about uh, what it is you and I need to do together. It's going to take you to um, another page so you can uh, watch a video and see what else you need to do. Okay. But my challenge for you is, and and I did this um, broadcast the other day. I refuse to live one more day where I am right now. How do I make up my mind, Dr. Sam? How do I decide to go ahead and press that button? You should refuse. If, if you wanted me to help you make up your mind about something. And I was talking to a young lady last night uh, getting some takeout for me and my wife. And uh, where I live, you're either an Alabama fan or an Auburn fan. And so she said, well, I'm kind of neither, you know, I kind of, you know, root for one, root for the other. I'm kind of like straddle the fence. I said, you can't be straddle the fence. If you're straddle the fence today, whether to take the time to invest in you to figure out your why, your attitude should be, I refuse to spend another day in this place, i.e., being frustrated, feeling stuck, being sad more than happy, being sad more than glad, being angry more than happy. The choice is yours. But I hope this workshop, finding your purpose workshop, I hope these few moments have blessed you. Because part of living on purpose is you are coming against something that you hate. And I hate, and I know that's a strong word, I hate a wasted life. I hate a wasted life. I detest a wasted life. I hate a wasted life. And if you're not living in purpose, you're just existing, you're not living. You, you're, you're a zombie. You're walking dead. Because when you're in purpose, you are alive. You're living motivated. That's one of my books. Living motivated. The Beatitudes of living a motivated life. And I'm encouraged that you're here. You're listening to this free workshop. I'm encouraged that you have a thirst. And that thirst is you want to figure out how to live on purpose. You have a thirst and I can help quench that thirst. I am Dr. Walter Sims. I am the minister of motivation. I bridge the gap between where you are and where God wants you to be. I challenge you to click that button. I refuse. If I were you, I would refuse. I refuse to live another day not knowing why I'm here. I refuse. I refuse. 
I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to it because I don't believe we were brought together by accident. I believe in you. You have greatness that you have not even realized yet. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves you today. God cares about you. That's why he has led you to me. The days of scratching your head are over. The days of feeling frustrated are over. The days of being angry are over. If you simply take the time to figure out why you are here. And again, I'm Dr. Walter Sims. I am the minister of motivation. I am here to help you realize what your purpose is. Everybody ought to be living on purpose. I'll say I'll recap this one thing. The two, the two most important days in a man or woman's life is the day that they were born and the day they figure out why. And it is time. It is time for you to figure out why you are here. Click on this button. Click on the button below. And that's going to take you to a place where you're going to hear further how you can figure out your why. This has been good. I hope you have enjoyed uh, this free workshop, Find Your Purpose workshop. I hope it has blessed you. I hope it has uh, challenge you in some areas. And I, I hope at a minimum it has made you stop and really think about why you're here. What is your purpose? What lane should you be in? What mountain you should be climbing? Because that's what a coach does. Help you shift your perspective. So I look forward to hearing from you. Click on that button below. For further information. And remember, if you stay high on life, life is going to stay high on you.